Yo, welcome to the latest episode of the Tipping Point Podcast, where black men freely speak their minds. I am one half of the dynamic duo known as Caesar Walker. Hold on, and I'm running at you, but why am I here? Why are you here? Because yeah. you're dynamic. But you make us a duo. You said where black men speak their minds freely. You're black. Since today. It's a new year. New year, new you, right? Okay. I like it. Yeah, you're gotcha. black. Not blackish, huh? Left that in 2018. The ish is in the closet. If we need to pull it back out on random occasions. I really love what you did there. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. But no, uh, happy new year, everyone. Um, This is 2019. How how is your new year going so far, Gap? Uh, It's been pretty dreary outside of today. I know, right? Like from a weather perspective. My goodness. Yeah, it's been... and, And... it didn't help going to work like You're that. Right. Like it's just, I'm still not in the workflow. Dude, my wife asked me yesterday, do you think it's going to rain today? This is being Friday. Mm-hmm. And I said, babe, I looked at the forecast. They're predicting rain for every day of 2019. <laughs> it feels that way. Goodness. It feels that way. But so no, nah, it's, it's been great. Good, yeah, good. So far. Work's good? Work is really good. You know, I was concerned that you did not like your job. No, it, it wasn't that. It's just, Walker, like I said, man, I'm jaded. I've had so many jobs. I have so many jobs that have gone the wrong way. Just like, I mean, that stuff gets to you. It makes you It makes you question, like, am I cut out to be in any type of occupational field? And that's what I was kind of living through. Why, why would you, why would you, why would you come to that conclusion like i don't get that i just think you're just in search of what listen everyone's not cut out for everything true some people are wired in such a way to where you keep putting them in environments that don't suit them they're not they're never going to flourish so i don't think it's a reflection of you so much as it is you're just in the wrong places but I can be in the wrong places this many times. I had three yeah. different jobs last year, Walker. Absolutely. People do it all the time. People build their careers off of being in the wrong place. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. It, it, it takes its toll on your psyche. And, you know, you, you get hired and it's just like you're a little excited. Yeah. But then you, you face reality. And then and this is that rear view mentality I'm trying to shed. Gotcha. But you look in the rear view and it's like, crap, Ryan, look at everything you screwed up back there. You know, mm. I got to I got to do better with that. But in anyway, that that little bit of uncertainty is gone. I mean, I've learned a good bit of the business and I've got a better grasp on what it is I need to do. Right. I'm, I'm I believe I'm as open as I've been in my entire professional career. Right. As, in terms of voicing my concerns. Right. I, I believe from my last career, that was the biggest thing it taught me is just just speak up when you don't understand something. And don't worry about what happens after that. Get it off your chest, and then you can do what you got to do. Awesome. Yeah. So um, and I'm 36. <clears throat> I should have been doing this a long time ago. But well, anyway. You live and you learn. Yeah. You live and you learn. But that's been impactful for me. And I got a boss who does not hesitate to tell me how much he believes in me. Great. So um, that's awesome. that makes me just want to run through a wall for her. So, Absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited about it, man. I had a, it was a short week, but, man, I'm talking about super productive. Gotcha. So uh, a lot of meetings, a lot of one-on-one conversations, a lot of information gathering. I love stuff like that. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. What about you, man? Everything is good, man. Uh, work is good. Uh, again, I'm in a you, – you you remember the environment I was in. It was always great. <laughs> yeah. Um, you had a really good team, dude. And it's still intact. Gotcha. So That's impressive. That's great. 
I'm just excited about my goals, man. Okay. Um, I'm excited about what I want to do is starting to take shape in some areas. You better believe it is, Walker. And, uh, and by the way, like I'm not – like my motto this year is do more, talk less. So my thing is you're not going to hear me say, oh, you know, when we talk about resolutions – you're just going to see me doing stuff. Right. And you're going to see it take shape. And I think oftentimes that's when people jump on board is when they see the end product. So Absolutely. I'm, that's my thing. Just do more, talk less. Gotcha. So I like all that in all, offer. everything is good for me, bro. Cool, man. Yeah, everything is good for me. Um, oh, we're definitely. Oh, oh. Can, can I? Can I? Yeah. Uh, it, we're recording on Saturday. We normally do Sunday, but um, uh, my my son's basketball team that I coach, we got back in the swing of things. Okay, uh, had a great win today. One thirty six. Oh, it was 30. an early morning game. Yeah, it was at eight thirty. Gotcha. One thirty six to thirty two. A game that we trailed for the majority. Okay. Majority of. Okay. And um, had it was such a great story. I wish that we had filmed the whole game, but mm. had a kid on our squad who literally hadn't scored a point all year. Your son? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Yes, thank you. Oh um, no, no, my my son poured in twelve today. So yeah, yeah. Heavy, heavy so he's lifting. coming on. He's working. <laughs> That's awesome. You don't know brag on him, but he worked today. So um, nice. But no, this kid, we we created you know, opportunities you know YG. for him. <laughs> we created opportunities for him as the season's gone on for him to score, mm-hmm. and it just hasn't happened. Gotcha. And this kid poured in eight points late. That really changed the momentum of the game. And it, it was so good. Man, these kids are five and six, right, Walker? Mm-hmm. But you can see the energy. They like. I think everybody inside wanted this kid to score. So once he once he he came we on, turned everyone. Oh, Walker! That kid oh. will never be the same because oh, of that moment. He will always remember that day. Yeah, and, and Walker, and, and I'm, I'm I'm gonna keep this brief. My wife was talking to me after the game, and man, I was just like, "Do I need to be a coach, man? Like, I I want to see more stuff like this. I want to see young men." you know, use our leverage sports to kind of build themselves up. Yeah. I want to see him deal with victory. I want to see him deal with defeat. I want to see him bounce back from defeat. Mm-hmm. Let's go, Walker. That's awesome, bro. Did you bring a whistle? No. Shame on you. No, I did not. Okay. There's also no game here to officiate either, so I don't know what the point of bringing Life is a game. <laughs> or it isn't, depending on how you want to look right. at it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just I, I had to I had to share that. So, uh, so you know, you're off to a good start in 2019. Yeah, I'm yeah. off to a good start in 2019. Let's talk about who's not off to a good start oh in 2019, right? Who you got? Like a segue, right? Yes. Good old Robert, Robert Kelly. Let's just get let's just get there. Just get into. I need you it. to claim him. He's one of your guys. No, he's not. When? Uh, he was one of your guys before Lifetime aired this docu or docu series, whatever they call it. Do tell. Who who black is not an R. Kelly fan? No. Actually, who white is not an R. Kelly fan? White? Dude, the Ignition remix. I believe I can fly. Start there. Yeah, that was. But dude, in Ignition Remix. I I would have to guess on eighty six percent plus Caucasian music playlist right now. Okay. So there's there's a fan base there. You're a fan of him too. You, yeah. you have been a fan of him in the past. I think we all have been. And, and I talk. Are we going to give a, a brief? No. Okay. I talk. I was in depth talking to my homies about this earlier this week when oh, all you this. Mean, you mean in terms of catching people up? 
on yeah, what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Are we just going to assume that our listeners understand or have caught the wave? Lifetime about? has dropped a docu series that they will air the last parts today. I think they right. started on Thursday, basically detailing all of the allegations. And you've been watching intently, if we're being honest about it. No, <laughs> no. If we're going to be honest, no, I have not. Um, I, you, for one, it's hard for me. It's hard for me to sit down in front of a TV that long. I just can't do it. Right. You know what I mean? So. Well, it depends. It depends, but I'm not going to do it Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it, it'll have to be one. If it was the holiday still, maybe. Gotcha. Right? Because gotcha. that's usually when I'm, that's my downtime. Right. But. Um, so yeah, they Lifetime aired the docuseries for R. Kelly and it's basically all of the allegations and things that we've heard for the past several years of his career is coming to the forefront. There are people speaking up about people who've been saying things before. I think Sparkle has been very vocal. Um, by the way, I played that song, uh, for my wife cause she didn't know who Sparkle was. You are kidding. The song did sound kind of bad. No, you can't do this. Not on air. Uh, I don't know. Pretty lady, but I... Uh. Sparkle got chops, though. She can sing, but I didn't care for the song. I didn't care for the song. I, you like the song? Well, no, I'm, you just, loved I'm it? just going to remind you to... Can you help me? Can you remind me to do something? What? Find a new co-host next year. Okay. <laughs> I'm back on that. <laughs> he was off. <laughs> He just got off before he hit go. You like Sparkle? You better be careful. You want me to play it for you? Yeah, no. Okay. But it's a it's it's not a bad song. Have you listened to it? It hasn't aged well. Some songs do not age well. I, and you know I agree with you there. Some songs do not age but well. Honestly, it's I been like a while the song back was, in the day. Listen right, to it. I'm what, I'm listening to it with my wife and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. okay. I'm gonna mute myself saying. here because I haven't listened to it in recent. Okay. 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 I will listen, listen to, to it again. Okay. Gotcha. You'll get some songs get better. Some songs still say the same. I was playing Jagged Edge, uh, Je Heartbreak. Don't do this. Still lit. Okay. Good. I thought still you were about lit. to say no. So okay. that's what I'm saying. Some some songs age well. Some do not. Okay. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but anyway, we brought up Sparkle just to say that she was one of the people who have been vocal about R. Kelly for obvious reasons. Uh, then there are people who were quiet, who have been quiet, who are now speaking up. I think John Legend, uh, did you hear about him? Like, I think he was on social media and people saying, hey, you're brave for speaking up about it. And John Legend's like, I don't think it's brave at all. I mean, this person's a... a Sicko. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the least I could do for these girls. I, I believe uh, these girls. I was made aware that he made comments, but I never heard the comments. And I was shocked to hear John Legend. Yeah. Speak yeah. out against Robert. That wasn't his first time speaking out against him, too, I don't think. Wow. Um, but anyway, nonetheless, a lot of people are speaking out. They asked Questlove to speak out. He or to speak. He did not talk. Okay. The reason he didn't talk is because he was going to be featured on the first night of the docuseries. Oh, where they do the buildup of his career because it's a kind of a buildup. And then they get into like the scandal of it. Okay. So it talks about his quest. Love was involved in the buildup of R. Kelly's career. He just kind of talks about, I mean, you, you, you're in the business, you meet people, you cross paths or whatever. So I'm not saying that I'm shocked that quest love like speaks like verbally. Oh yeah. I thought he was just a drumstick guy. 
Don't do that. I know. Don't do that. To I Quest had to Love. show. Please show more respect for Quest Love. But <laughs> I love the way he stylizes his name too with the question mark. Love it. But very clever. He was like, I declined to talk about R. Kelly's career and his come up because it detailed how he was molested as a child and that whole thing. R. Kelly was. Yeah. And so once he got into the music and how talented he was, Questlove was like, I've refused. I do not want to be the voice that add that speaks to the positive of him. Basically, I'm paraphrasing him. Okay. I don't want it to be perceived as though I got R. Kelly's back by talking about how great of a musician and how great of a of a talent he is. Well, why can't why? Because it can be taken that way. But and this is this goes into the conversation I had. Why is it that we can't take a person for their musical worth, i.e., Kanye West, mm-hmm. and separate them from the little bit that we know, we as fans know about them personally? And it's a little bit because there are a lot of people walking around here that a either don't care or didn't know that R. Kelly was. Essentially, sexually assaulted as a as a I young agree child. with that part that there are people who didn't care or didn't know. Right, but it's just like you hear, <laughs> you hear voices coming out of the radio. Mm-hmm. What makes us? What what gives us any right to penetrate those voices to see, to see like who they are as a person and why does it matter? What draws us in is their is their musical talent in in the case of Robert Kelly. So why why is it so hard for us as humans to just take them at their musical capacity? Is it this more of an athlete narrative like LeBron's bringing up? Am I more than a musician? Like, what is it? Um, it's interesting that you say that because I was listening to Hot 97, Ebro in the Morning. Okay. Like a little clip came up on YouTube. Great show, by the way. And he, he alluded to the whole Cosby thing, the Kanye thing, separating the artists from their work. Right. Basically. You think it's fair to do that? Um, I, be- I agree. I think it depends on the person. I think it's much difficult to do that in music than it is in film. Because oftentimes the person is playing someone that is completely different from who they really are. Oh, true. Yeah. Right? right? So it's easy to separate the person from their craft or from their work. Okay. Music is a little different. It's a little bit more tough to do that because we know music comes from a place of personal experience. For example, for, for some, for some, right. sure. well, even from personal experience or you've seen other people live it. Like if you grew up in the hood and maybe you may not have been in the streets, but you saw it. You had loved ones in the streets like you can talk about it from a standpoint. Maybe it may not be your experience, but you have seen it. OK, so that's fair enough. One of the things that one of the running jokes with Mary J. Blige you know, granted, she's now divorced from from her ex-husband. But when she was married and she appeared to be happy, people was like, I remember the running joke. Yo, we're happy for you, Mary J., but we're not happy for you. Because when you were not happy, the music was slapping. You can't tell me I'm going down wasn't a classic. Man, come on, Walker. She was going through some of the worst pain in her life. Yeah. Right? You see that in a lot of music. And you know what? Also, too, also, too, like with Usher. This last project, now you will roll your eyes at me. Y'all didn't see it, but Gatry would say, you know, he loved the album, and I would be like, it's straight. And Gatry would, like he's doing right now, roll his eyes. I figured out why I thought it was straight. The project is good, but my favorite songs are terrible songs because he's either apologizing for, he's begging for her to take him back, or he messed up, 
or my favorite songs on an album are him apologizing. Hmm. Okay. My favorite ones. Like, they're well done. And I ask myself, why is that? Oh, Usher was going through a divorce. I guess he, I guess that would, those, those songs would slap a little bit harder, given that in his personal life, he's probably doing some of these things that he's singing about. True. So it, it, those songs just seem like they're more stronger because that's where he is. Hmm. So it's hard to, it's hard to convince me that a musician can create a song and there's nothing in his personal life, not feeding into it. You look at R. Kelly. It seems like you're ready. <laughs> he wrote AJ number nothing but a number for Aaliyah. He's he's giving us hints. You see what I'm saying? Right. So, but those songs are the gateway to us finding out more about them personally. Is essentially what you're saying, right? Okay. It can be. I would throw a challenge flag. It on can that, be, but. My my viewpoint on this topic needs to expand some, and I'm man enough to admit that. And here's the thing. It was easy for me to separate Cosby from Heathcliff Huxtable because there's nothing in Cosby's life that indicates that's who he is. Well, see, and I had a hard time doing that. Gotcha. That's why when all the steam started developing mm-hmm. about that, I was just like, block it, block it, block yeah. it. Rudy, no. Right. No. So Right, yeah. right. That's what I'm like. The real Bill Cosby, he doesn't have four girls and a son. Right. You know what I mean? He's, he's, not, he's, a, not, a, he's not a doctor. He's not a doctor. He's <laughs> right. not married to a lawyer. Right. He's not nice to everyone he meets. He's probably got I a mean, brownstone in New York, though. He may. He may. <laughs> or did. <laughs> that house was gangster the first time, though. Yeah. Jeez. So my, my whole point is, it's easy to separate because they're two totally different people. Right. Right? But I can't say that the guy who's singing about 12 Play is the same guy who is in his personal life doing stuff he shouldn't be doing. So and and the difference between R. Kelly and Kanye is Kanye is free to say ignorant stuff. He's free to make ignorant statements. He's free to display his ignorance. It's called the First Amendment. What you're not free to do is mess with underage girls. Well has has R. Kelly been charged with any of these allegations? No. So then what are we talking about here? No. Yeah, it's still wrong. If he's doing it, it's still wrong. If he's doing it, so you don't. Is this, is you, you don't. So well, you, we, well, we don't know. I'm not. Mm, and I brought up Michael. I brought up Michael Jackson, dude. Everybody knows. So did Michael he, Jackson. So he didn't marry. He didn't marry Aaliyah. Hold on, hold on. You got. You got. You got to hear my comparison here. Go for it. Every, everybody knows Michael Jackson. <laughs> he probably messed with some boys, some young boys, right? Probably. Nobody Ooh. wants to talk about that because Probably. the king of pop, right? Mm-hmm. Was he ever accused of anything? No. Well, MJ, yeah. MJ, MJ went to, accused of what? Oh, dude, he was accused of of uh, of messing with children. Okay, but you still listen to Thriller on Halloween, aren't you? Uh, no. You're not listening to any Michael Jackson. I'm not listening to Thriller on Halloween. <laughs> I answered your question. She <laughs> you did. Thank you, but. You you probably don't, you probably haven't listened to any Michael Jackson content since then. I hear your point, and okay. I agree with your point. Right. Well, I why agree. is it different with Michael Jackson? I you think... are not alone. He gave us hints too. Dude. Remember the time he gave us hints. He did nothing different than R. Kelly did. Mm. 
I'll, we're not I'll, alone. I'll wait. <laughs> His wife was in that movie with him. In that movie? I mean, not movie, but in that video. In the video, which was a theatrical production, which, as you say, he's he's uh, Heathcliff Huxtable in that, right? Or is he Michael Jackson? He wasn't talking about kids and you are not alone. He's not talking about kids in that song. Okay. He was married. What does that have to do with anything? He was married. He was married. Remember the time? So that's what that was about? <laughs> Who knows? You're you're drawing these you're drawing these conclusions based mm-hmm. off R. Kelly's musical content. Why can't I do the same with Michael Jackson? Because he's the king of pop? No, man. Mike was messing with them kids. And, you, and I I still listen to music because with me, mentally, I can separate the two. Because me, musically, Michael Jackson's a legend. Musically, R. Kelly's a legend. Now, am I wrong for saying what he does in his personal time is on him? Am I wrong for saying that? I'm genuinely asking. So. Because I don't, I don't like this thing. Of, I'm sorry, Walker. I'm about to go in. I don't like you this. You are about to? <laughs> I don't like this thing of, oh, man, I can listen to, I, I've, I've listened to TP2.com all the way up to this day. And now that he's doing this, oh, I hate it. So he, no, so that's good me, music on that project. So let me ask you and this you gotta question. You got to acknowledge that. No, 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 no. Let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. Because can people can people evolve? Yes. So how come how come people how come people can't say or be turned off from someone based on their actions? Repeat the question, Walker. How come you can't you're, be turned getting, off by You're just going you're going like Bryant Gumble here and I don't like this. I'm asking you a direct, uh, like I'm asking you a direct question. Say it again. I, How I gotta come really think. you can't be turned off from an individual based off of alleged actions? Because Walker, in keeping with R. Kelly and Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. you name me, you name me three songs that have been hits mm-hmm. up until recently. My mind's telling me. Let's 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 build a bigger picture for R. Kelly. No 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 let's no. no. I want to finish this. You you even gave me three songs that have been hits of R. Kelly. Sure. And we know he's got dozens more. Sure. Right? Sure. If these songs... I think you're reaching, but... No, 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 no. I think you're reaching. If these songs are great, the songs are great regardless of what happens. I'm not saying the songs aren't great. That's the disconnect you're, you're, you're missing. But... That's your problem. You are equating that we hate the music now and that it's not good. That's the narrative I've been hearing and reading. That's not true. It's like, oh, well, I'm going to stop so with R. Kelly. So you're hearing other people's arguments and tying me into it. Yes, because you're black. Mis- <laughs> I just put him in as a black man at the beginning of this podcast. What the heck was I thinking? <laughs> so here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing, because you don't know my full take on it. Well, let me you hear really it. You really don't. You really don't. Here's the thing. I feel that, cause, and, and I was getting to it by asking you the question. Can we can we evolve as people? Yes. The answer is yes. Yes. All right? So that means I can go from a place of thinking that something maybe wasn't wrong or not being aware of something being wrong, hear it, and now say that's wrong. It's difficult for me to support a person doing something like that. Right. Is that okay if right. I do that? Right. Can, okay. Can I draw an example to make sure I'm on the wavelength with same wavelength with you? Go for it. Up to a certain point, Waffle House with my son was a good was it was a good experience for us. Okay. Certain certain events happen. I've 
yet to eat at a Waffle House since. Is that is that the same facts? Okay, continue on. So so here's what I'm saying, and and I guess what I'm trying to get at is, okay. People don't want to support R. Kelly. Some people don't want to support Michael Jackson. Some people don't. That less than 1% can do what they want to do. So some people don't want to, based off of the allegations, right? Right? Okay. So if something, if people can evolve and change, I think as a society we're, we're evolving, but I think the more we evolve, the more certain things stay the same. What I mean by that is, I think that when it comes down to content and character, content trumps character every day of the week. All day, every day. I agree. We can know something is wrong because it didn't take this docu-series for us to, for the majority to know R. Kelly was trash and was nasty. Personally trash. Personally trash. Not not professionally trash. Stay with me. He's a trash person. He called himself the Pied Piper. You know what the Pied Piper is? No. The Pied Piper was a person who walked through town, imaginary character who went through town playing like a horn (laughs) and luring kids from the local village to follow him. He said that is step in the name of love. He he sure did. He also named his album The Chocolate Factory. (laughs) Who's an imaginary character who had a chocolate factory? Willy Wonka. And who did he attract? Kids. Okay. This dude is, t- he can't even be low key about it. <laughs> he's knocking, I'm, that's my, that's my, he's knocking on the door saying, hey, <laughs> these things are wrong about me. <laughs> but right. y'all are still consuming it. Hey, I have a flag in my own hand. <laughs> it's red. I'm waving it. <laughs> right? Would you like this music though? <laughs> and I feel like what happens is we're willing to ignore a person's character, no matter how flawed it is, as long as the content is slapping. Okay. Right? I can agree with that. Through and through. It's the only reason I've held on to Kanye so for here's, so long. So, so here's why I say the more we evolve, the more things stay the same, is we now are are fed up with R. Kelly. Right? We being you. Because I'm not, just being honest about it. Okay. From okay, so you're the you're one of the ones people who are fed up with R. Kelly. Okay, let's just put it that way. Gotcha. Okay, so what happens is, my opinion is that there's no more new content to consume from R. Kelly. So now that there's no more new content and these allegations start piling up, now there's nothing to offset the character flaw. Does that make sense? You right. follow me? I do. You can't do that with Michael Jackson because he's what? He's dead. Dead. And when he was under dead. under scrutiny for these things. He caught he it was, too. He was still putting out hits. No, he wasn't. Uh, no, he wasn't. Don't do this. When that trial happened, he was on the tail end of his career. Okay, maybe he wasn't putting out hits, but he was he wasn't touring. Out hits. He was touring. Or maybe R. his hits. Listen, R. Kelly is touring. There's no way. He He's still Selling out. No way. Yes way. Okay, I didn't know that. Yes. Okay. You compare the two, but they're very similar. Okay. They are similar. Well, well no, no, no. R. Kelly's a little no, worse. No, 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 no. They are not. They are not the same. The situations are similar. 
Okay, I was about to say. It's from an allegation <laughs> standpoint. You're you're so music. I'm not talking music. Okay, gotcha. Come on, stay Mike with me. Selling out the reef. No, 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 no. You're talking me. No, <laughs> these nightclubs are. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? We're talking about these allegations, right? Okay, so I'm saying the the allegations and how they're being treated are very they're parallel in terms. Okay. Mike was on the tail end of his career, so people were going in on Mike. Uh, okay. But as long as you're producing content, you can stay afloat. That's legendary. We can we can put your flaws to the side. It says a lot about us as a society, mm-hmm. in my personal opinion. And and I love what uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins. I've introduced you to him. He has a YouTube channel. He said he used. I love it when people used old time cliches to make a profound statement. If it takes a village to raise a child, it took a village to raise a child predator in R. Kelly. Because it wasn't just R. Kelly. We can dump on R. Kelly all we want, but this situation says a lot about us as consumers. It It says a lot about the music industry. It says a lot about the families of these girls who are coming out. It says a lot. There's a lot of blame, even though R. Kelly's at the forefront of it. It says a lot about the people involved. Okay. Because we could have put a stop to that and said, you know what? We're not going to support this guy if this is what he's about. So I'm part of the problem is what you're saying. Yeah, we all are. Okay. We all are. We all are when it comes to that. Because think, if you ever stepped in the name of love, Count- right? Countless times. Right? Yeah. If you ever was, was, was bumping ignition. Yeah. We're mm. part of the problem. Right. If if this if these allegations are true, we're part of the problem. And there's a lot of smoke surrounding R. Kelly. A lot of it. A lot of it. So it just says a lot. It just says a lot about us, bro. Walker, you it, know I don't like to say this, but I really think you got a point there. It says a lot about us, man. We care about content. We don't care about character. And when the content dries up. Now, now we want to go alleg- at your character. Now we want to go at got the absolutely because think about it. The reason why a lot of these situations started is because these girls got connected to R. Kelly because they believed he could help their career. These girls had a talent. They thought they could sing, dance, whatever. Right? He's luring them in for other things. Absolutely. Allegedly. 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 So the only reason you went along with it is because you, this guy has, you thought he had the heat and he can get your baby girl somewhere where she wanted to go in her career. Yeah. Which, so once that's if we're dried being honest, up, in the industry, that just kind of, yeah. That's how, that, that's how it happens. Right. So now that we know R. Kelly. Like I'm this industry professional. <laughs> R. Kelly ain't the go-to guy anymore. Hey, what did you do with my girl? What did you do with my daughter? He did what now? Now you want to listen to what she's saying. I don't even think now the girls are willing to speak up. Right. Now that they know R. Kelly can't do anything for their careers anymore. It just uh, says a lot about us as a society, man. It does. It well, does. It, we got to take a hard beg, look at I would at beg to ask if the, same, if the same thing happened with Bill Cosby. Because Bill Cosby's been out of the game for a while before these allegations showed up. So, so I don't know if you can apply the same, the same thing to, yeah. to Bill Cosby. Because he'd been washed up. It from, may be, from a it professional may be, standpoint from a prof- yes yes and yes 
it's a similar. Okay. I would say some some things are similar. Gotcha. Um, I, it, it's different because there's, there's there's a lot of nuance to that situation. There's sure. Racial implications. There's a lot of different stuff going on there. Gotcha. Um, yeah, but similar. Okay. It is similar. So I just think I just think when it comes to content over ca- versus character, our society picks care content every day. But we say we care about character, we don't give two cents about character as long as the content is slapping. Exhibit A. But my thing is, R. Kelly could not produce another record from this point on, and I'm still going to give him props for being an R&B legend because what he did to entertain my ear eardrums, mm-hmm. it's phenomenal. Well, I think two things could be true. Right? Right. You can be sick and you can be an RB legend. Two things can be true. Of course they could be. They are true. They're not. None of, none of this has been proven. I'm saying That's two why, things can be true. Two things can be true. Yeah. Yeah. I'm they, not saying they are true. I'm saying two things can be true. Okay. Yeah. Dude, he's already nasty though. That's that's nasty. Rick James was nasty. Sure. <laughs> but Musically, that man is a, ge- is a genius. You just proved my point. Two things can be true at the same time. Oh, okay. 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 I'm done you got here. Else? No. <laughs> you just put a fork in my chest. <laughs> I'm serious. You I, can say checkmate. I now. just, I just feel, I just feel like, I feel like we're being a bit hypocritical, throwing R. Kelly away. When we've enabled this guy for years, right? We've enabled him. Did for you see years. the Boondocks thing, the yeah. trial of R. Kelly? Yeah, yeah. It, and, yeah. and yeah. I know one of my homies is listening, but honestly, I had never seen any Boondocks content until this week. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that was a layup for you that you missed. No, I'm, um, I'm, gonna, let, I'm gonna let that breathe. <laughs> but he sent me the trial of R. Kelly, mm-hmm. and I mean, it was brilliantly done. And I'm thinking, like, I need to watch more Boondocks content if it's stuff like this, gotcha. but. In that case, I mean, <clears throat> it's exactly how you illustrated it. Like, he's he, you've seen it. Mm-hmm. He's in trial. He's dealing with these allegations. But all everybody wants is the music. Absolutely. And then the music plays in the courtroom, and everybody's like, "Why are we here again?" You know. So content yeah. trumps character in our True. society, man. I like so. that. Um, also, let's let's talk about let's talk about K Hart. He's a regular on our show. He has become a regular on yeah. our show. Um, He'll be a guest. Did you see? Day. Did you see the interview he did with with uh, Ellen? I did not. You did not. I read that Ellen's writing hard for him right now. So let me give you a little bit of backstory. Okay. So after Ellen hosted the Oscars a few years back, either a few years back or this past year, I don't remember. I don't watch the Oscars, so I don't know. She hosted the Oscars one year. And after that, her and Kev went to dinner. And Kev let it be known to her that that's a goal of his to do. Okay? Okay. She was supportive since day one about about it, the situation. Um, so he came on her show because, and he just talked about what happened, basically. And we've already kind of rehashed this. Sure. Uh, so he talks about it, and then she talks. So she says, "I have some thoughts about it." And she alluded to she alluded to the fact that they went to you know dinner and he said this and that. She said she called the the academy. Ooh, Ellen got connects and talked to them, <laughs> and they told her that they would love to have Kevin back. Kevin never. Kevin, 
he stepped down. They didn't fire him. Oh. They didn't fire him. They said they would love to have Kevin back. And as I'm listening, I'm thinking, I bet you would love to have Kevin back. Because you know do you, you who you have right now? Nobody. Nobody. They got us. <laughs> they know we're available. Touche. <laughs> Touche. But, uh... <laughs> but, uh... Because everyone knows us. So... So she she goes on to say that um, I be, I believe that you should do it. I think that this is a goal of yours, and you can't allow trolls to prevent you from doing this. Like this is this is a big thing for you, and okay. there are people in Hollywood who want to hear you. There are people in Hollywood who know you. There are people, they know this is not, that's not who you are. So the people in the room, people in Hollywood want you to do this. You should do it. So Kev goes, and I'm paraphrasing her, of course. Sure. But Kev, Kev goes and he says, I, and I, actually, I thought it was pretty noble why he stepped down. I liked his thinking about it. The reason why he stepped down, he says, is because, he knew that this is a very stressful moment for those people who've been nominated. These are people who have worked tirelessly and, and put in so much effort, sacrificed so much to get recognized, to even be in the room. Right. And for me to host that show, my, my objective would be for two hours, two plus hours, I want them to be as relaxed. I want them to be as comfortable. I want them to have a good time in what could be one of the most stressful moments for them. That's what I want to do for them. If I do the show with this cloud over me, it's no longer about them feeling good and and laughing and having a good time. It's about me and the cloud that's over me. I don't want to do that. So I'm just going to step down. Mm. Very noble. Seriously. Right? So Ellen, and to that, Ellen replies, I hear you, but if you, and he was like, I want to, you know, we need to, someone needs to stand up to the, you know, those who are out there trolling because that was an attack on me. That It really wasn't about the issue of homophobia. It was an attack on me. Mm. Right? All right. So Ellen goes, if you choose to not do the Oscars, the trolls essentially win. To that, she has a point. Yeah. She has a point. Now, my personal opinion is that I think Kev may end up doing this. He may end up doing it. Um, should he? I, I, I just, I don't know... What's the motivation for Kev at this point? And as you and I spoke last night, it's not the bag. I mean, he'll take it, but I don't think that's. It's not like it's necessary. It's not like. And that's what. And that's what I was getting to you about because that's what that's the back information from listening to the interview. I didn't get that he just wanted more money. Right. Like this was a a, a thing to check off on the list. This is one less thing to wipe off of his vision board. Okay. Right. Because it. He, he voiced to Ellen that it was a goal of his. Right. Right. So he could be doing it 
for so, that reason. So a coworker of mine was talking about this, and the <laughs> it was a great, it was a it was a nice little conversation we had about it because I was trying to convey to 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 him what's in it for Kev at this point. Because all of Kev's concerns are still there if he chooses to do it. Okay. Right? Right. So you got to have a different motivation at this point. So what's your motivation? My coworker alluded to the fact that from a comedic standpoint, this would be a great opportunity for Kev to really show his comedic chops and give him exposure on a grandiose scale that could potentially propel him into the level of your your Richard Pryors, your Eddie Murphys, those types of comedy legends. By hosting the Oscars. So here's what I said to here's what I said to to my coworker. Your coworker, that's a mutual friend. <laughs> you didn't have to do. I just trying not to put him on last. But here well, he, he doesn't. We have a lot of mutual friends that you work with. No, we don't. <laughs> Continue on. <laughs> anyway, um, so what I said to that was, if that's the motivation, I could see him wanting to do it, but I don't think that should be his motivation. Number one, most people don't watch the Oscars. <laughs> Number one, yeah. the ratings have been now. What 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 he was getting at was, if he does do it a lot of eyes will be on the Oscars mm. in a similar way that all eyes was on the Oscars when Chris Rock hosted a few years back with the hashtag Oscar. So white right. controversy, right. right? We all tune in just to see his monologue. Remember True. that? Right. So vaguely in a, Oh dude, keep, you had to challenge me to get me to even remember that. A lot of people watched it. A lot of people watched it. People were talking about it. Yeah. So, there is a window of opportunity. Here's what I challenge my coworker on. That has never been Kev's com- comedic style. Mm. Never. True. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle can just w- get up out of the bed and walk onto the Oscar stage and talk about whatever. And, and kill. kill. kill and him. murder. Right? Right. Chris Rock has already done it. Right? Yeah. Kevin Hart has always... Ran and let me qual- let me qualify this when I say it because I'm gonna have to kind of qualify this. He has never really attacked controversy head on. Now, what I mean by that is issues regarding him, he addresses it, but social matters. We don't hear him say much about. He's never talked about our current president. He's never talked about current social problems, the issues between. The Me Too movement. We've never seen Kevin Hart. He, he's he's never dealt with stuff like that. Okay. When he does his comedy, he's make is is self deprecating because he's talking about his height and this sort of thing. Right. But he talks about his family. He talks about his failures as a husband. He talks about you know all these other types of things going on. Right. Right. He's never going. I'm going to talk about an uncomfortable topic and make you laugh. That's your Chris Rocks. That's your Dave Chappelle's. If he gets on that stage, it's almost like you kind of have to address the issue. 
and that's never been Kevin. Like Kevin's been silly. He he talks about himself or whatever, right? I just don't know if that's you're asking Kev to step outside of himself and do something he hasn't really had to do, and we're not sure if he can do it. But in your opinion, he has to address it if he decides to do it. Yeah. Why? And he's already said he don't want to. Be- it's the elephant in the room. Well, no. It's the elephant in the room. Let's think about the troll impact, though. Okay. And, you know, you, you, you said something about Ellen saying the trolls win if you don't do it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Won't the trolls win if you act like they don't even exist? Or, excuse me, would the trolls win if you act like they didn't even exist? And I know it's tough. Not necessarily. I know it's tough to conceptualize that considering all the smoke that's been around Kevin Hart in this particular thing, right? Mm-hmm. But would it be fulfilling? Or No, 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 because I'm about to get... How would it impact Kevin Hart's career, in your opinion, if he were to host the, Os- the Oscars and not even address it? I don't think it would impact it a whole lot. Okay, so he won't he won't go up or down after that. If he just he does, doesn't go if he up. just does a show he has, and, and does it to the Kevin Hart standard. I'll put it to you this way, and this is what I said to my coworker. I was initially against him doing it. I felt like I feel like the I feel like the Academy needs Kevin more than Kevin needs the Academy. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. So he technically can say, "Yeah, I thought about it. I'm still not doing it." Right. That'd be petty, and but why? Because the Oscars want him. Now it doesn't mean to say just because they want you, you gotta he go. He can still stick to his guns. That's the reason why he didn't. I just laid he out could. why he didn't. Right. That doesn't mean that doesn't necessarily mean that he's being petty. He's just like, "Hey, I want to. I don't want to be." But. To your point, you do acknowledge, you do give the trolls a victory. So you're saying the way to make give the way to give them an L is to host the Oscars and not say anything about. Well, the I, I didn't I didn't proclaim that. I'm just asking the question. Gotcha. Because because it, it goes to your point. It's the if elephant. it's not if it's not in Kevin Hart's repertoire to deal with issues like this, at least on a comedic stage or right. even the Oscars. What is Why he left it? with? He's left with being the standard Kevin Hart that we all know and love. Which is who they wanted. Right. If he goes and he does that, and while doing that does not address the elephant in the room, what kind of impact does that have? That was my question. I never said it have a good or a bad impact. I, I just know. Okay. And, and my, my thing is... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I would encourage him if, you know... Kevin Hart calls me a lot to ask me about stuff. I've been told. Yeah. If he called and asked me about this, I don't know if I would say, yeah, yeah, Kev, just go on there and do your thing and get out of there. Right. I, I don't know. Because, like, there's a part of me that says, yeah, go at the trolls. You got, you got the stage. The trolls never get the stage. Right. Go at them. Everybody's going to be watching. There's another part of me that's like, well, what could that do for your career long term? Kevin Hart's built an empire. It's it's sticky, man. It's very sticky. Yeah. The, the 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 small percentage of me that is black wants him to do it just because it's nice to have a black face up there. But goodness, if he's going to be a minstrel, then you know, stay where you at, Kevin. 
Yeah. So, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. That, this is a weird one. I'll be um, tuned in either way. Well, not, I'm lying. I'm even if Kevin Hart does it, I'm still not tuning into the Oscars. I'm telling you, bro. We we <laughs> we care about again content over character. Yeah, that's the only reason why this story is popping like it is. Is because a black man hosting Oscars made homophobic remarks. Never mind the fact that it was years, 10 years ago. ago. Never mind that. That's irrelevant. Who cares? The storyline slaps. It feeds into this this need we have to to be outraged or whatever. Like we respond. Think about it. I, I hear a lot of celebrities or people who are in the forefront of whatever their craft is. Right. I hear them on social media. They'll hear. They'll see 10 people say, man, you're great. Man, keep doing what you're doing. I love you. Man, I, I, I've been supporting you for how long? And it's great. That one person, <laughs> that one individual is yeah. like, man, you trash. <laughs> Why am I trash? Why? You know what I mean? You, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, it's, we're wired to respond to negativity. And I, I can't remember the rapper that was on this particular interview, but he says he looks at social media and he can, he can, Swipe up through all the love he gets. Right. He's, he's looking for that one. I'm just like, man. See, me, I'm different. Like, dude, you show me love. I'm going to bask in the love God all bless day. You. But it's easy for me to say that now. Yeah. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, right. I just don't like negative energy. And, and I think we should be wired to move away from that. But there's a part of us that are drawn we're drawn that to is it. so crazy it's, it, man. again this these stories says a lot about us as a people it says more about us than the people we're allegedly mad we're supposedly mad at very true right so i, I just think with the whole Kev thing i don't know where he i don't know what he decides to do um if he does it I, I hope it works out well i i don't i think there's more room for error than than we actually than we want to believe i don't think he can really mess up a lot. Th- thinking from an academy perspective, they're in trouble. Okay. Right. So let's just say Kevin Hart doesn't do it, and they got to scramble to find somebody else. Oh, Whoever, that's a very that's where they are right now. That's tough, right? Yeah. Because no one wants to be oh, I'm sloppy seconds to Kevin Hart. This is Hollywood we're dealing with. Right. That's now there there are probably some people that chomp at the bit to do it, but at the same time, I don't know if the academy wants them. Right. <laughs> they want somebody who's genuinely going to be honored to do it, right. which is going to be hard to find. Good luck, Academy. Who's, who's talented like Kev to... Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. And then that person is going to have to deal with the outlash. From, yeah, I don't, I don't know. You're dealing with all these celebrities with their egos and all that. I just don't know who's going to go for that. But it's not my problem. Right. <laughs> so, all right. So, let's... Those are our main topics. We can just get on to the lightning round and... Unless you had anything else to add. No. I'm just thinking of a great sound effect that would go right here. <laughs> One day. That was your homework assignment, man. You were supposed to work on that. Anyway. Yeah, we trash. Let's get into it. Um, Let's get into the lightning round. Let's let's talk about, okay, the reason why we're recording, you're you're going to hear this, I don't know when in the week. We're recording on a Saturday. The reason why we're recording on a, what? You're going to hear it in a week. You're going to hear it this week. You're hearing it this week. We recorded it last Saturday. I thought that was a stab at, oh, I'm just going to take my sweet little time on uploading this. I don't know where we're going to get it. Continue on, Walker. You know exactly when we're going to get it. When? When I get it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Thank you, sir. All right. So, so the reason we're recording on a Saturday is because Gat is uh, flying out the next day. Where are you? Where are you going, buddy? I'm going to Denver. Denver? Yeah. Is that where your your layover is? No, nah, that's where a connecting flight is. Okay. What more you want to know? Potato, potato. <laughs> So, and then once you get on your connecting flight, where will you land then? Preferably that that plane will land in San Jose, California. Okay, what's in San Jose? What's going on uh, there? It's the epicenter of Silicon Valley. Oh. Uh, your Facebooks, your Googles, they right. all planted their flag. You're, 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 uh, you're going to visit any of those places? Uh, absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> so where will you be? I'll be at... Oh, you mean when I get there or during my time there? I'm sorry. I'll be the jerk right now. All right. I just had an image of me punching you. <laughs> I uh, will be attending the national championship game. Hmm. Okay. Good seats. Do our seats? Do we got club level for oh. dirt cheap? Nice. Way under. Well under face. Nice. Good job. Can I cry on your shoulder? So here's why. Here's why you're trash. Here's why you're trash. This is why I deflect so much, because I know you're about to go in. <laughs> Jeez, Here's why you're trash. Every time I bring up Alabama, he goes, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's whatever. You would think Alabama went 8-5 and five and beat up on Purdue in the Music City Bowl the way you deflect and act when I bring up Alabama and their success. But here you are. I, I would just—I would love to be a fly on the wall with you when you're talking to your 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 the home team, your 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 day ones. Your... <laughs> I would love to see that energy because I don't think you keep the same energy with me, Gat. Well, I don't think you keep the same energy. That's that's why you're trash. Because I know when you found out you got those tickets for well under the face value of them, you said club level. Yeah. Okay, did you act? Did you, were you like, yeah. <laughs> were you, is that what you did? did? Did you do that? Yeah. Or did you turn up? Externally, baby, but inside, yeah, it was a party. <laughs> how come you can't be excited about Alabama winning a... How can you not be excited about Saban passing Bear Bryant? Walker, I'm about to bury you right now. Oh, bring it. Because you need to take your own medicine. All right, you walked in here, Walker. I talk about Auburn a lot more than no, 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 no. You're you're thinking Auburn, Alabama. I'm taking the same theory, which is the the outer coat of this medication you're trying to give me, and I'm applying it to you. I'm still need you to answer the question after you say that. Let me answer the question first. Is my my mom raised me to be a respectful young man? God bless her. What was the question, sir? How come? You can't get ex- how come you can't keep the same energy with Bama with me and you downplay it and act like Ann's nothing when well, I know Walker, deep you're, down you're if- you're a friend of mine, right? I mean this, Walker. Okay. You're a friend of mine that I think highly of and I think about often. Feelings mutual. Okay. I I just can't be in a situation with someone I think so dearly about. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm excited over one thing. It's your basket in despair. Well, I don't think you're doing it at my expense. But it's still like, I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to be like. 
So he yeah, was, man, yeah, yeah, we're undefeated again. It is you like so, oh, so, so, right. so. Let me. Help. I don't, so, I don't, I don't want to project that same level of energy. This is the lightning round, so we got to breeze through this. Okay, I will say you, this. You to saved you. yourself. You were about to get killed on wax. <laughs> part of me wants to table that part, and you save it to the end. To the end, we may do that. Okay, here's what I'll say to you. I have come to terms with the fact that you have the best coach, perhaps maybe in the history of college football. Don't do this. I've also come to terms with the fact that I have an embattled coach who (laughs) is bipolar at best. He's won won a national championship. No, he hasn't. We'll debate that later. He was on the coaching staff. There's a ring ring in his office. He does not get credit as a head coach for winning a national title. Continue on, sir. Continue, because I don't want to do this with you today. Okay. Uh, did Jim McElwain win a national championship? He did. Okay. So is he a national championship head coach? Head coach? Yeah. No. Okay. Neither's Gus. So anyway, my point is, my point is, it's okay if you're excited. You can be excited around me. I'm a big boy. I can take it. Be excited. You're. I do not see. Walker. I see this being a blowout. Walker. No. I see don't you, do this. Yeah. I don't like this energy. Walker. Because I'm jinxing you. You yes. think I'm jinxing? I'm yeah. not doing that. Walker. In the, in the if process, you lose the to Clemson, I will be shocked. The process has a lot if to do. If you with lose this. to There's Clemson, a chance we can. If you lose to Clemson, I will be surprised because I have you favored to win. They can run the ball at will. They did not run the ball that well against Notre Dame. They can run the ball at will. I have to believe your defense is better than Notre Dame. Well, our defense has been lackluster at best here lately. I'm being honest, Walker. Okay. Continue. 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 But my thing is, I, I, I've, I've embraced the process, Walker. And every opponent, Walker, gets your utmost respect. I'm not saying don't respect them. I'm just letting you know what I think the end result's going to be. Well, you can you can say that. I don't I don't know if I agree with that. So last week I was talking to one of my homeboys. He graduated from UA. Okay. It's like, what y'all? What you think the game's going to go with uh, Oklahoma? Oh, we got this. I see. I see us winning by multiple scores, like at least two scores. He was right. What was the interim score? Was it 45-34? Yeah, dude. And that, that game was closer than people want to talk about. Okay. Hmm. I think that he was right and I was wrong. Oh, he was right and I think we were both right. Because what I said was I feel like Alabama will pull away. I don't think they're going to win by 14. But I feel like they will win by like they'll pull away to where you know like it's out of reach. Two scores, something like that. The score reflected what I thought was going to happen. How they got to that score was totally what he thought was going to happen. Like, he thought they were going to beat up on Oklahoma, which they did. Y'all only control the whole game. The whole game. You never, well, maybe you did, but I never felt like Bama was going to lose control of the game. I always felt like they were You didn't watch the fourth quarter, obviously. No, I didn't. I didn't. Towards the end? Yeah. When they pull within 11? Come on, man. Woo! Make you sweat. With an offense like that? Woo! Make you sweat. Can you get to your point, Walker? I want to tell you to have fun. I'm, I'm interviewing co-hosts while you're talking. I, wanna, <laughs> I want you to have fun. Enjoy Silicon Valley. Thank you. And uh, I know you got your... I already know you've pre-ordered your championship merch. Because <laughs> you're that turnt. You just don't want me to know it. 
and uh yeah have fun man have fun um yeah hold on i'll call you right back all right we're authentic you're so authentic we're authentic though (laughs) we're authentic uh let's talk about jamal bryant okay so you know jamal bryant is the new uh pastor of of new birth missionary baptist church right I, i have heard you (laughs) <laughs> so I'm going to I want to play this for you because this is during their New Year's Eve service I just want to get your take on this okay, okay? so so basically okay I got it right here it went straight to it so I want you to hear this because he did his own he, he tends to do his own renditions of stuff <laughs> okay so just let me just we're going to play it. I'm going to get your thoughts. Repeat after me. I'm living my best life. I'm not going back and forth with no sinners. I'm living my best life. Because new birth is for all the winners. Come on, y'all got it one more time. I'm living my best life. I'm not going back and forth with no sinners. I'm living my best life. Because new birth is for all the winners. Come on, Eugene. Let's take it from the top. Come on, everybody. I gotta wait for the part okay, to be here. I would cut it off, but we gotta wait for the part. Get to it. Okay. They say smile saints at the end, but they, yeah, they say smile saints. (laughs) Now, I want your opinion on it before I get mine. What do you think about it? Like, if you're in, if you're in church and you're, you know, what 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 goes through your mind? I'm I'm not a fan of stuff like that. Why not? I just and and I'm gonna sound hypocritical because I know some Bible beaters are gonna say, "Don't be of the world." But what is it, Walker? Don't be in the world. We're in the world, but we're not of the of world. the world. Okay, so. Um, it's like we could still be aware of current trends. We just don't have to bind to all of them, right? Mm-hmm. I I feel like with stuff like this, you've been exposed to the song, right? Mm-hmm. And you want to come back and you want to just like remix it, <laughs> you know, for your own. I, I just that that makes me feel sick inside. Let me let let, let, let me give sick you, though because it's just like I believe you love sicko mode. I know, but I am I wrong for separate like. Okay, can I come up with the with the spiritually spiritually uh, revved version of sicko mode? Probably could. It'd be trash. Your son almost did it. <laughs> YG, well played, Walker. <laughs> you are on today, dude. Goodness, you caught me like mid breath with that one. Well played, but. 
Jesus Christ. Let me let me give you an example because this is what I thought of as you played that. Um, my my wife's home church in Northwest Alabama. Uh, we we were there for service whenever, mm-hmm. and the organist started playing. Uh, the song just left my head. Um, Current song? It kind of. Uh, Baby Shark. Okay. Right? Now, no one's no one sang along, but this was like right before the pastor was coming up to give the sermon. Oh, really? And he's playing Baby Shark on the organ. <laughs> that that takes me out of the zone of where I need to be spiritual. That's a distraction. Okay. Because I'm thinking... <laughs> I'm like, oh, the pastor's about to come up, <laughs> and you know, you know that first five minutes, you're That's thinking, intro. That's "Daddy intro. Shark, did, did, and he's speaking." I'm like, "Daddy Shark." Yeah. I remember when my son was painfully addicted to that. That's, That's okay. His well, intro, and then ten minutes later, oh, I wonder what he's talking about. That's just took you the, out. So we right. took you, took you. This out Duval that. rendition that they did, it's. It's taking me away from the spiritual experience. So that's why I don't like it. Okay. I think you're entitled to not like it. I'm... You love it. So here's how I feel about you it. You live for stuff like this. I wait. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm done. Okay. So <laughs> so, so here, here's my take on on stuff like this. Pastor Jamal Bryant has always, he's what I would call edgy as a, as a pastor. So he, he has always been experimental from the pulpit. Like he'll say things that it's a, it's a, it's a pop culture reference and whatnot. And he'll, he, he doesn't care about the, the backlash or whatever. He made a reference to a Chris Brown lyric, um, several years back that he caught flack for. Like he, this isn't his first time doing stuff like that, right? So what I mean by edgy is it's something that you know exactly where it came from. Like there's no whatever, right? And I think my personal opinion is that when I think a lot of people put pastors in a certain type of box, and I think he's fighting hard to not be put in the box. In other words, you're only supposed to say this, do this. We put passes in there. We put certain songs in there. We put all sorts of things, right? I think for most people like our age, we know how to separate the two, right? right? And I don't feel like you can almost come off as pandering to us as black people or us as a culture when you're, you have to take that song to try to make it relevant. Most people, if you're in church, there should be some, hopefully, hopefully, because people come to church for all sorts of reasons. <laughs> I would assume that if best case this is me thinking the best in people, when you're in church, you're looking for a word for God that speaks to your situation. And I feel that your most effective pastors can be honest and give you a word that does just that. The problem with a lot of ministers, I think, Gat, is that a lot of the things that speaks to people's situation can be considered taboo at times. Whether you're talking about issues of sex, you're talking about issues in the in the family, you're talking about, I think, an effective communicator, pastor is, is an effective communicator 
who can speak directly to your situation, not being concerned about what type of legalistic rules he's breaking within the framework of what we consider church. Mm. Right. Okay. That's a lot of what I look for in my man of God or pastor or minister or whoever. Right. If I'm not doing that, but then I'm doing stuff like this and I haven't, I've yet to hear a message from Jamal Bryant since he's been a new birth. So I want to be fair and say that. But if you're not doing that and you're doing this, you you come off as a big gimmicky. Fair? fair? Very fair. You know what I mean? So I, I would like to hear a lot of what he's talking about. It could just been, granted, this is just a snippet of what happened in service. He may have said some good, some great stuff during during the message, for all we know. But when I hear that, that's what I'm hearing. I'm taking a a popular song that people can relate to because I want them to relate to what we're doing in 2019. Mm. All I'm all I'm saying is just speak to people's situation. Talk don't, about real don't life Don't do stuff. it in, in a gimmicky you fashion. Don't ha- you don't have to do that because most people our age, young people, we don't really, really asking you to do that. Just speak to our situation. Just be real with I'm us. I'm already in church. I already, I'm waiting for you to give me something. Right. Just give me what I need. Well, let, let, me, let me put a mirror in between us, right? Okay. And let me ask you a question. If you're in new birth, as he's saying that with the clip we just heard, how does that impact your spiritual service? Um, I've been trained to kind of eat meat and spit out bones. Okay. So just because, uh, my food has a, has a bone in it doesn't mean I have to consume it. Okay. Okay. Right. So I it's not going to take away from the worship experience. It's not going to take away. I, of course I will be like, man, I could have done without that. Right. But if you said some things that speak to me and resonate with me, I'm not going to throw away the whole thing just because there's parts of it in it that I didn't like. Hmm. I think that's fair. Okay. This is lightning round, so I want to elaborate. Okay. Um, let's talk about Tiffany Haddish. Okay. Heard she had a rough performance on New Year's. Uh, do you, I don't know a lot about it. I just heard she just... I heard she bombed, and that was like... The, I didn't hear any where material. Was she, where was she at? Do you know? I don't, I don't even we know. We don't even know I where just, she was. No. It, which is, I think, is clever Did for her. Did you see any mm. of it? On one of, the, on one of the news outlets I listened to... Um, they were talking about that she just bombed. And I don't know if it was a portion I tuned in on, but I never made note of where she was. They didn't give any sound bites. It was just like they were talking about how bad she did. You know why you don't hear about that, right? Why is that? Rain protection. Right. And see, they, they talked about that. It, and it's, I, I'm, again, I, know I ain't I, heard none of this, but I, I already know. If we don't know where, we can't, we can't tell people who are listening the where, <laughs> right. when, well, well, we know the when, but the where and how and whatever, then then they don't want a lot of stuff to get out. Right. And um, they is. it's 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 I'm an I'm an avid listener of Sway in the morning. Okay. Shay 45 on XM radio. I, I shout them out so often. Shout but, out to Sway. I like yeah, Sway. Man, he's good. He's in a great show. But um, to your point of brand protection, that was one of the parts that I that I did listen to. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about your Chappelle's who, you know, if if it's not a Netflix special. If you go and and you want to hear this guy, you've got to be willing to give up your phones. Ah, and there are a lot ah. of there are a lot of comedians like that, and it's just like this the, seemed like this was a big place though where she was performing. Yeah, so I so mean, I'm like, how do you do that? Right, and they they were they were kind of small room. I get it, right? But they were kind of questioning. Well, 
was this one of the was, was this one of the breaking points for or not breaking points but this one of the deal breakers for Haddish in this particular performance mm. is you know maybe this is why the, her the physical footage of her bombing is scarce no. because maybe there was no uh well she is is she, is she considered one of Cavs comedians yeah she's under she's under so i can see she's under her the following umbrella. now that makes sense right that makes a lot of sense so it still falls under brand protection because you don't want people taking your work and whatever right but, uh that makes that makes a lot of sense i didn't think about that yet let me ask you this yeah have you seen T- tiffany haddish stand up i actually have not okay i would like to talk more in depth about her from a comedy stand-up standpoint okay i think tiffany's funny the jury's still out on her stand-up okay i'm pretty sure the people who are in attendance can tell me fully fully clear how they feel about her stand-up but i'm willing to i'm willing to listen to other bits of hers okay and i I just i wouldn't even know where to start to consume that because i I don't don't, she didn't have a netflix special like I got, she I got didn't. Be, I thought she did. No, I thought she did. I'll double check, but I don't think. She I know did. she has a Netflix deal in the works. Okay, well, and that's the thing. I don't. Her have, special was I don't on have HBO. Showtime, HBO. So yeah, he was on HBO. I was thinking Netflix, but it is HBO. Okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But I, l- let's put a pin there. But yeah, I I thought that was interesting. But yeah, Tiffany's still gonna go on the kill on the big screen this year because she has a few projects lined up still. So yeah, and. I don't know. I'm. I loved hearing what Heather B said on this, and it's it's pretty much like every comedian has been human, which means every comedian's had an off night, just like just like Michael Jordan had off nights. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. And they were saying Richard Pryor had them. Nobody wants to talk about him, but Richard Pryor had off nights. Yeah. He wasn't on every night. Chappelle's had off nights. Yeah. So it's just like, I guess this is just part of it. We're making a big deal out of it because we're in this idealistic uh, America where, you know, kind of to your point, we're waiting for something bad to happen for you so we can throw you in the news cycle. Right. Good thing is that news, that news cycle is 20 seconds and then you're, you're spit out. So sure. Depending on what happens, but no, nah, yeah, I heard about it. Yeah. It, it, to to no me, story. to me, it doesn't, it doesn't uh, erode Tiffany Haddish's uh, credibility. So Okay. Well. <laughs> That's what Tiff has to say to y'all. I'm, I'm going to echo a sentiment not of, going of, back of, of one of my close friends. And I'm not going <laughs> to say it. I'm not going to say it verbatim. But, Walker, they, sh- they should have never given you black people technology. <laughs> You're the embodiment of oh, that. Oh, we in did, this we did, we did leave the N word behind in 2018. Gotcha. We? Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I'm glad you knew where I was going with that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's what Tiff has to say to the haters. <laughs> anyway, you ready for Smile you, Saints? You ready? <laughs> hey, that's so um, that's your word. That's your word, man. Uh, let's let's go ahead and, and wrap up. Let's do shout outs. Uh, did you want to go first, or you can go first. I want to shout out Brian Arakpo and Michael Griffin. You've seen them on TV where in the most recent commercial was that of where they were doing the Microsoft Surface, where they were actually doing cupcake designs. They own their own cupcake uh, shop 
uh, right outside of Austin, Texas. Um, and this is a passion project of theirs. This is something that they enjoy. This is something that they're into. They, uh, I think it's dope, bro. Like I, I, I like to see guys who are thinking well beyond an NFL career. We, we know the NFL stands for not for long. And I think a lot of what we, we, we give this false impression to kids that they're going to be in the league forever. If you even get there. Right. Right. So for these guys to be thinking about entrepreneurship and doing something that they are inherently passionate about, granted, they may not be making a killing, but true success is when you are able to do something you're passionate about, be, do be successful at it and it impact people. To me, that's success to me. And to see these guys thinking outside of the box like that, like they had, they started this business before they retired. It wasn't like, that's true. Is, They're still playing. Brian, Brian just announced his retirement. I think. Oh, really? I think Brian did. Okay. I think Michael Griffin may still be playing. He's a he's a partner of of Brian's. Of gotcha. course. I've seen the commercial. I just, yeah. I just n- n- go ahead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's dope. It, it is Gigi's cupcakes. Um, is that all it is? Yeah. They just franchised it. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was their shop. Nah. Okay. But still, I like yeah, it. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Um, so I'm just shouting them out. Um, just just because I want to see more professional guys thinking about their money and investing it as opposed to draining their resources and being broke a few years after playing in the league. Gotcha. This this was warming to my heart. Not a big story, but it, anytime I see professional athletes thinking along this line, I shot them out. So gotcha. Shout out to them. Um. I'm going to stick with my shout-out, even though it weaves into your player of the week. And we'll go directly into mine. Can we do that? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Oh, we're going to go in with my shout-out? I would hope so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I thought you were going to do player of the week, and then we leave them, but no, no we can go. Um, so, Yasmin Jones is my uh, shout-out, and her story goes into your player of the week, like we talked before we started re- recording. Um I'm sure most of the listeners now have seen the viral footage of the McDonald's straw fight, which uh, I'm sure Walker's going to go in depth on. Uh, So just wait for that part if you haven't. Um, But I want to shout out Yasmin because, yeah, she works at McDonald's on the surface and a lot of people will scoff at that. She worked at a particular McDonald's in Florida that did not allow the usage of straws unless it was a special circumstance that that supported that. Um, so she adhered to a customer's request and gave the guy a straw and it still wasn't good enough for this guy. So the guy, the guy then goes on to physically assault Yasmin. But what he didn't know was that (laughs) Yasmin had been taking boxing lessons. (laughs) And I don't know if you saw the footage Walker, but she didn't. Yeah. She got quick, dude. And uh, I'm just thinking, if that other guy hadn't have been holding her back, <laughs> dude would have been like Tweety Bird knocked out, right? So um, I just I just want to shout her out just because, you know, I, I'm sensitive about this whole movement of women protecting themselves. And so, um, you know, again, you can analyze the external and look at Yasmin as, you know, somebody who asked if you want fries with that. But... She's got enough self self worth to where she's equipped and trained to defend herself, even in 
the most heated situations like she was placed in in this particular incident. So um, I, I shout her out, but I also say that to women like, you know, take a self-defense class because you just never know, you know, especially in this era of sexual assault on women and things like that. Be prepared at least to a minimal degree to defend yourself if you're placed in a situation. So shout out for Yasmin for doing that. Gotcha. Um, okay. Well, again, that plays right on into, and, and this is what I like to brand is moving forward is the tipping point of our podcast. Cause we're about to talk about the, the foolishness and I'm about to emphasize the stupidity of this entire situation. So the guy that you're referring to is Daniel Willis Taylor. Uh, he walks into the McDonald's and the altercation ensues. For most video footage that most people see, it starts with him reaching with two hands, pulling her, attempting to pull her across the counter, basically. If it wasn't for the counter stopping her, it's no telling how bad that could have gotten. True. Right? The counter is what stabilized her to even begin swinging on him. So now his hands, his hands are on her. She's free just wailing at him, right? Now, granted, he begins to start blocking or whatever, and right. the skirmish ensues, but he was fully exposed. Now, all this over a straw, right? And apparently, and, and I'll, 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 you know, go ahead and apparently Daniel Willis Taylor's had issues with the law before. I, I read that too. He, he, yeah. has a, he has a history. So we're, we're dealing with someone who, you know, has issues obviously and clearly when you think about it anytime i go into now i've had bad service i've had bad service but i i can't tell you the last time i really seriously entertained the thought of reaching and grabbing not just an employee a woman oh goodness from right? across the counter yeah right like something is off in your mind to think that is okay right so I've heard a lot of people give their perspectives on it. I heard a lot of people criticizing the, of course they criticized uh, Daniel Taylor, right? We all know that he, he is, he's part of this player of the week. Okay. Um, I've heard people criticize the employees at Walmart, at, uh, at McDonald's for being slow to protect and get the black girl. Uh, even Jay Morrison talked about how, we should work on protecting our black women in those situations. Right. I agree to a, to an extent, to an extent. Reason why I agree to an extent is you, these, these young guys, I really can't fault these guys in terms of how they handled the situation. Okay. The guys tried to pull her away and remove her from the guy. And Jay talks about how as they tried to remove her, she was vulnerable to the guy. The guy could have hit her. He could have been hit her if he wanted to. Yeah, that's true. Right? So, that to me, there's nothing the guys could have done to prevent that, in my opinion. If he wanted to hit her, he would have hit her. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, I heard another woman talking about how the guy should have fought Daniel Taylor. Here's why I disagree with all of that, or that part of it. These people are on the clock for McDonald's. Right. When you're on the clock, you are essentially 
representing not yourself, but McDonald's. Okay. So if you hit this person and he didn't touch you, that's McDonald's hitting someone that didn't do anything to them. Lawsuit. That's a lawsuit. All right. So let's let's ease ease back on what the black guy should have did. The black guys really did what they were supposed to do. They separated Yasmin from this guy and removed him. Who I have an issue with in this situation and another play of the week is the management of McDonald's. Mm, Where were they? They showed up at the end, and most managers, and in, in depending on the traffic and how busy it is, sometimes they're in the back okay. or whatever they're doing, right? So the manager can't comes out. The manager comes out like after, like I begin to see the manager as they're getting the, the two of them separated, okay? The manager, I, he doesn't look white. He like he may have been, he, he didn't look white. Okay. The the manager, <laughs> he he gets Yasmin and moves her out of the way, like pushes, kind of not really pushes, but moves her out of the way, mm-hmm. right? And he proceeds to continue serving Daniel Taylor. Oh wow! Now the manager wasn't present once when when Daniel grabbed Yasmin. He wasn't present when Yasmin was swinging on him and connecting. So he, he has no recollection. Of he, has, he, he didn't see that. Right. However, he comes out immediately afterwards. You know something has happened, right? right? Is what I'm getting at. Someone had to go get the manager and say, hey, there's a situation out front, right? He came around the corner as they were pulling Yasmin off of the guy, right? Okay. I'm not serving the guy. I'm finding out what happened. You got witnesses that saw him grab him. Right? Right. What happened? Yasmin, don't talk. Sweet, get, get yourself together. Step out in the back. Give, you, give yourself together. I'll talk to you shortly. Come here, guy. Whoever one of the guys are. Okay, what happened? This dude grabbed. Sir, we're going to have to ask you to leave. Now, actually, <laughs> we're calling the police. Right. We can't serve you. Right. Definitely wouldn't ask him to leave. I, I would. Well, he'll probably leave. Right. If you're not serving him. But I'm asked, I'm. we're calling the police. We can't serve you at this point. You've grabbed one of our employees. Right. The end. <laughs> right? Right. I'm not getting the rest because I think his food was on the counter. He just didn't have a straw. <laughs> so during the skirmish, his food falls over. No, but. If, you didn't look closely. What's that? The straw was on the on the tray. She'd given him the straw. Gotcha. Because there was a zoomed in footage where you could see clearly. Right. There was a straw there. But here's my point I'm making. We already have established Daniel's not. He's not all the way there. He can't be. Right. Right. We've already established that. Good point. But we we already know he's he's off. My whole thing is the manager proceeds to get the man the rest of his order. The man proceeds to be patronized after grabbing an employee. Now, you gave her a shout out for defending herself, but let's just say Daniel wasn't white and Yasmin was. I, you're reaching. 
How am I reaching? Because you, we you acknowledge the fact that the manager did not see the altercation. Right. Right. So to in his mind, this man's here. His food's on the ground. I'm just telling you, get, access it from his vantage point. I'm asking what happened. He blew it right there. You already went into an assumption. You know there was a skirmish. What happened? See, that's the thing. You, he don't know. You want to diffuse the situation in that moment. In that moment. You're not diffusing it because what you're saying is, as an employee, yes, they're important, but they're more important than you. Well, aren't they? Not when it comes to this. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm with you there. You're saying that they're right even if they reach across the counter and grab well, you. Well, I'm, I'm taking it from the manager's point of view, Walker. Okay. And this is, this is something that you brought to the conversation. So I got to place myself in his eyes. He didn't see him grab her. So I'm asking what happened. Well, if you didn't see much of anything, if you, I'm Walker, come on, man. I'm asking my, I'm asking what happened. Listen, this was videotaped. There were witnesses. Don't, there are going to be people saying what happened. I condone the actions of this man putting his hands on her. We're analyzing it from the management perspective. Okay. Right? So I want to put myself in his shoes and be fair about it. He made a bad call, Gad. You're saying he made a right call? I'm not saying he made a right call. You're just trying to put yourself in his shoes. I'm just saying I think you're switching the narrative here. Okay. I think you're saying, I think you're alluding to the fact that he may have seen more than he really did. And I don't want you to do that as you draw this. No, that's not what I'm saying. Well, then, given the little bit he was exposed to, what else was he supposed to do? Didn't you just hear me? Are you Ask listening? what happened? Are you listening? I mean, do you listen? Because to me, Walker, and no, okay. I don't. No, I don't listen. <laughs> to me, Walker, you're in the service industry, right? Mm-hmm. Customers always right, right? But think about no, they're, really, they're not. Well, they're not. That's BS. Uh, this well, video is evidence that that's BS. Well, that's true. But, Walker, again, you're taking the totality of the video. I want you to erase that when you come to the management perspective. What do we have? No, you're, you're talking about the manager's perspective. You're saying that the manager did something right or wrong. So he's the variable here, right? Okay. So within that variable, we got to look at it the way that he sees it. He didn't see everything. Are you listening? I acknowledge he didn't see everything. Well, let's stay there. So, so in other words, you're putting the weight of the entire incident on him when he only got exposed to a, perc- a small percentage. I didn't of put it. the whole weight of it. You on him. did. No, I said I'm faulting management for how they reacted in this moment. I'm saying you get clarity from your employees because they saw the whole thing. What happened? He went directly and served this guy like nothing happened. Clearly, something happened. Clearly something Clearly, happened. And that's why I agree with you, Walker. But but again, let me finish this. It just, sounds like you're defending him. No, 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 no. It sounds like I'm you're not, defending him. You're, you're defending him and not realizing you're defending him. Walker, but you got to listen to me. In the same energy that the other employees held her back mm-hmm. because of, you know, McDonald's hit me or them not attacking the guy. Right. How can, how can you then strip him, the manager... Of that same responsibility in reference of in reference of uh, representing McDonald's. Because if if it's true that this person struck an employee, you can you reserve the right as management to refuse service to any patron. This if is they're true. acting in orderly. But you haven't seen everything. That's why you got to get the facts. But you get it right then and there when you see this customer's 
Food on the ground? Yeah. When are you going to do it? When is a better time to do it? Are you serious? I am serious, Walker, because again, when is a better time to do it? Well, you the, know, you can hear the commotion as you. It's not like you come around the corner and you're being introduced to a crazy situation at that moment. But you, you haven't hear, seen anything. You can hear the craziness. You can hear what's going on. I'm assuming somebody went and grabbed the manager. Okay. They scuffled for a minute, Gat. So, so as well. They scuffled long enough for him to hear something going on. And come, to, but he still ha- only had his eyes on a limited amount of information. So, so, uh, so, you're, so, you're, you're, so he, here's the thing, Walker. Now I want you to buy into this because you Gat bought may this. Be, Gat may be player of the week. Go ahead. <laughs> you bought this to the discussion, right? You bought the importance of representing the corporation that is McDonald's, right. And protecting that image, right? So the manager goes in and he says, "Sir, we're denying you service." Well, then you've got a lawsuit opportunity right there. Not if there's a videotape that discourages. But this, this he doesn't that. know that. So because he doesn't know that he's now justified in continuing to serve the guy. Well, he's he's got to continue the level of service that McDonald's expects their employees to continue, given that he he doesn't know everything. And you, isn't there certain to be responsible for information that he hasn't been exposed to? That's not right. Yeah, there are witnesses in the room. You're you. Here's the thing. You're you're ignoring all of that. There are people. There are patrons. There are, there are employees. There are people inside of the restaurant. It's not the management, Yasmin, and the and, and Daniel. It's not just those three. There are witnesses to this. Walker. They see him. They saw him grab her. Walker. If Walker. you're getting Walker. the information, you have. Okay. All right. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. You go into a Walmart. I mean, you go into. A, I keep calling it Walmart. You keep going. You go into a McDonald's and you grab a female from across the counter, and Did, the management wait, doesn't wait, wait. see it. Did I order filet of fish? You order whatever you order the McRib <laughs> with bones, <laughs> right? Okay. You grab them. Are they are they going to continue serving you? No. Why? Because they've been physically assaulted. Oh, but the manager didn't see it. Right. So why would you expect them to keep serving you? Why? Why? Why, why would you raise? Why when you raise holy hell? It goes. It goes back to the foundation. Hold on. Why would I? Why wouldn't you raise holy hell if they don't serve you? Because the manager didn't see anything. You see how ridiculous you sound right now? No, I don't, Walker. I don't think you're fully embracing my point, though. Because your argument the is based is on operating. him knowing everything. The manager is operating. So, so you're saying he walks up there, he sees a customer's food on the ground, he knows there's something wrong, he just says, okay, um, okay, everybody, what's, what's happening here? I, I need everybody to give me a count of what happened here just a second ago. We're shutting down everything. Nobody's getting served. I didn't say nobody's getting served. Well, what are you saying? I'm asking what happened well, you asking like that's a crime? What happened? That is an obvious question to ask. I don't. I just don't react, and I don't know what happened. He could have pulled a gun out on the girl, as far as the manager's concerned, because well, he didn't see anything. He would have seen a gun. He could have pulled it out and put it back. Yeah, because that's what people do. Based on your argument, he didn't see nothing. A whole bunch of stuff could have happened then. Walmart. No, Walmart. you got me saying Walmart. <laughs> You're a jerk, Walker. <laughs> McDonald's is a service. It, it, McDonald's is a service-oriented industry. Do you remember? You remember the arches back in the day before it was cool to just have the M. 
You know, it would it would say something under it, Walker. Are you with me here? X and X amount of billion served. Mm-hmm. Served. That is at the core of what McDonald's does. So you telling me Daniel can legitimately sue McDonald's for refusing to serve him after he grabbed a... I've seen people sue McDonald's for less. He wouldn't win. He wouldn't win. Oh. He wouldn't win. He wouldn't. But Coffee Lady wins? He wouldn't win. Coffee Lady wins, but he won't? There's video evidence showing that he assaulted her. There's no way on God's green earth he wins. You don't know the legal system in this country, clearly. There's no, there's no way he wins. He's a white man in America, right? So where is he now? He's in jail, right? He's not winning. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. This I don't, is a I don't, lo- you, you chose the losing side of this. No, one, I didn't. You I didn't. I think you're losing. being too harsh on the management there. Nah, I'm being very harsh on them. I think you're being too harsh. I'm very harsh on them. I, I, and very I, harsh. I disagree with that. That's not even harsh. I'm just holding them. My thing is, those are my employees. I'm going to have their back. And I'm not saying you should. I'm going to look out what happened. I need to know what. I'm not. I'm not serving. You're saying he cannot do that after serving this man his food. You know what he said? I just asked her a question. Okay, what happened? This dude grabbed her. Sir, did you grab her? He could have at least done that. Now, what if he served him after that? No. No. Because everyone is saying he grabbed her. Because here, here's the thing. So, here's the so, thing, so you're saying here's McDonald's the, can't throw someone out well, here's or the, refuse to serve here's someone. The thing, is that Walker, what you're saying? Well, well you got to listen to it. You got to listen to what I'm saying. Okay. This man paid for a meal. We will never finish a podcast in an hour and 20 minutes. You knew to realize that. Was right? that your goal? That was hopefully well, my I goal. Well, I can cut it at hour 20. We no, can still keep no, talking. No, this is great. Go ahead. That man paid for a meal. He walks out of that McDonald's with no meal. All he has to do is call an attorney. Oh, all he has to do is get his money back. Well, well, we'll give you your money back. But we're refusing to serve you. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, it's not a matter. No, we're not going to. Now, that's wrong. We're not going to keep the man's money and then not give him his food. We're going to give him his money back. We're Here's not your money. doing get out of here. anything for you, sir. And it's, it's your word, the customer, versus the word of the employees. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. In this situation, yes, because of the situation. In, in commerce, especially in the service-oriented industry, that's very sticky grounds you're walking on. Sure. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I We don't know how McDonald's employees are trained. I'll put it to you this way. I am confident that would have worked out for them. Now, I'm, there's I'm no, not if, so confident. If there's no... You're not so confident? No. Not in the America no, no, no. we live in right now. No. There's video evidence. Walker, that... That's video evidence. Now, you're out. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this, Walker, but I'm going to play the color joker right now. Just just get this last book and sit you down. All right? There's video evidence that Philando Castile didn't do anything. Oh, God. We know how that ended. So you talk about video evidence, it doesn't mean anything. That's a false equivalency in every sense of the word. That cop is... Free, walking this face of this earth. Okay, enjoying all of his freedoms. What is your viewpoint on the power of video evidence? Considering that this got Daniel arrested, he they found Daniel and arrested the man. I'm not so talking think, about what happened, Walker. We're speculating. You're saying, what if the manager had done this, or what if the manager had done that? Right? Whether mm-hmm. there's video evidence or not, if this man has a, brings a case to McDonald's that says y'all didn't serve me. 
You got to deal with that case. Okay. Now, there's going to be another case about you putting your hands on this woman because mm-hmm. there is video evidence, but it doesn't weigh that much. Okay. McDonald's has to protect their brand, just like we talked about earlier. Sure. Right? How many times does McDonald's get sued and cases get thrown out? Countless. Okay. Just add that to the list of the countless ones that get thrown out. Who knows it gets thrown out, though? Who knows they're not settling? Sometimes they settle and throw them out. Okay. Don't see how you settle here. There's t- way too much. Listen. But you're talking does- two different cases here, Walker. This man this man goes to the courtroom with the, they refuse to serve me. Now you got a separate case that, yeah, you put your hands on this woman. These are two different things. Okay. Right? So you're saying because they're, too, because they're different, he's going to win that one? There's a chance. I know how the legal system works here. Hey, it's a chance. I'm holding, I'm holding my two fingers. You think fin- the hot holding- coffee lady had a chance? Crowd, uh, those who are listening, I'm holding two fingers. I'm holding two fingers up, my finger and my thumb. There's very little space between the two of them. It's a slim chance. He's in jail. You think the hot coffee lady so had a chance who, of getting a real... So pe- let me ask you this question. So people in jail can sue on a... Not if you're in jail. Oh, he's in jail. He's in jail. He's in jail. Jail. What if he sues and wins? You're, you're talking Very about... Very slim. You're talking about what actually happened. See, you're, you're, you're throwing extra ingredients in this soup that don't need to be in here. I'm talking about what actually happened. Okay, I'm a, I, let's move on. Let's just move on there. Let's just admit on. you're wrong. <laughs> player of the week is also a gatry. <laughs> Who's your player of the week? So My, I can argue with you over something that's stupid. Go ahead. Well, you can't because you you brought light to this, and I'm I'm bringing I'm bringing a different example. Goodness the, gracious! How could you? <laughs> you are unbelievable, Matthew K. Thompson. Unbelievable is not the manager of the McDonald's. The management is trash in that McDonald's. <laughs> he is a pastor of a church in Boston, Massachusetts. He preached a sermon over the holiday season with the emphasis of, I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> he challenged his congregation, anybody else tuning in, to get over whatever it is that you, that's been, been holding you back. Right? Mm-hmm. You got haters on your IG. Get over it. You got customers in your McDonald's that you serve even after they punch somebody. Get over it. <laughs> I'm trying to troll you so hard. <laughs> You're about to get the troll of your life coming up. I'm waiting for you to finish. So, um, in keeping your narrative of pastors doing things that, are, that kind of push the envelope to get their message across, which... I guess functionally that theory I like, but I don't always like the action. You can, there's levels to it. Right. This man brings a track and field hurdle on stage to physically reenact him and his embodiment of getting over something in hopes of striking a nerve with somebody in the congregation. Right. So here goes Michael Thompson Walker, who used to play college basketball, so we can say he's athletic. He starts at one end of the stage, and he sprints towards this hurdle. He leaps, trips, face plants. Is like a track and field, like an actual yes. legit hurdle. Yes, okay. Walker. Matthew, listen up, man. <laughs> I love what you're doing, but... 
no one's going to remember anything about your message besides the fact that you fell short on a hurdle. So you're my player of the week, man, because you you emotionally and physically played yourself. <laughs> I have a question. You're going to talk about McDonald's some more. No. But I am going to be petty. Wouldn't this serve as a teachable moment for him to actually try to get over it? You have my attention, Walker. If you embarrass, you don't yourself, deserve it, but you have it. If you don't, if you embarrass yourself, everyone knows what happened at church. Mm. Multiple angles. You got people on social media talking about you. We're talking about you, obviously. Wouldn't this serve as a great opportunity for him to get over it? And don't you want your pastors to live by example? Not telling you to get over it. Here's something that I've got to get over. If I can do it, you can too. But you didn't. No, no, no. He can get over this situation and come back next week. And try the hurdle again? Try it again. Try something else. Because he's not if, going back and forth to you centers. There you go. There you go. Hey man, him and Tiffany. It's not going to go back and forth. Walker, you really disgust me. <laughs> what? What? There's a, there's a pain in the depth of my stomach. Don't you hate it when people <laughs> challenge your player of the week? With stupidity? <laughs> <laughs> you see how that feels when you give a dumb argument? Now, my argument was dumb, but I wanted to illustrate a situation because I actually quieted you. That was amazing. Did I disgust you like that? <laughs> yeah. You're disgusting. <laughs> Ugh. You're the worst. You know what you are, Walker? You're the worst. <laughs> Walker, you want to know what you are? You're the worst. Have you ever seen a dumpster being emptied? Have you ever seen a dumpster on fire? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen juice leaking from the no, dumpster? No, that's what I was going to say you were. You're the liquid coming from the dumpster. <laughs> You're my guy, Walker. <laughs> oh, man. That was great. That was. That was great. This you feels got- like old times, Walker. Yeah. It really does. It, yes. Um, you got anything else, man? That's all I got, man. Well, we got to wrap up. Uh, thanks again for listening. <laughs> Happy New Year. We wish you a prosperous 2019. And uh, don't go back and forth with the centers. <laughs> Talk to you soon. Peace out.